Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. And welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast. I'm Tony. I'm here with Dave and Dave. Dave Sterling, Dave Stevens. I'm Tony Bernanzi. We're coming to you today from Dual Citizen Brewing in Minneapolis. Um, they have graciously allowed us to do our podcast here. Um, you're going to hear some background noise because this place is kind of hopping, boys. I mean, it is a little bit, yeah. a little bit busy in here after the Loons game. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. Um, it is. Yeah. It's a great atmosphere. Uh, just so you know, Dave and Dave went to the Loons game. I did not. I was uh, on the road back from Oktoberfest in New Ulm. Um, disappointing loss, boys. Yeah, I mean, Dave, what do you feel? It kind of feels like we got punched in the gut twice, really, after that one. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm going to say right now. Yeah, we're going to get to the games. <laughs> we're going to get to the games. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was bad. <laughs> but uh, you guys can find us on BGN uh, Network, bgn.fm. Uh, we are, like I said, we're at uh, Dual Citizen Brewing. We are enjoying their beers. Uh, the gracious one of the owners here, Max Filter, has given us a a table and a bunch of beers to drink. Uh, what are you boys going with right now? Well, I think I'm the only. One. Wait, no, you have a, Dave. You have a single beer. I, well, I started with the Oktoberfest. They call it the Raymond Oktoberfest, and we yeah. are right off of Raymond Avenue. It's yeah. the Raymond uh, Green Line stop, so appropriately named. Um, and I've had a few sips of it, and so far I, I really can't complain about it. And I should say that uh, Dave and I met here before the game as right. well, oh, just yeah, to kind of right. introduce ourselves to the place. And, sure. I, and I had the Osceola, or... I'm sorry, the Kellogg Cream Ale. I had that when I got here. And what did you think of it? That was fantastic. Because that, that's exactly how I described it. I'm a big fan of cream ales. I, it kind of stuck out at me. I actually went to the website before we came here. This is my first time here. I think it's everybody's yeah, first everybody's time everybody's first yeah. time. So I went to the website. I kind of looked what beers they had, and that cream ale really stuck out at yeah. me. And, uh, yeah, it was outstanding. Um, yep. Dave, what are you drinking? So I've got the Osceola Amber. Ooh. Uh, I, I really like it. It's... It's uh, it's pretty dark uh, for an amber, uh, but it's got a good, it's got a good hot presence. Um, nothing too overbearing. Um, the malt is, I'd actually say the malt's a little laid back for yeah, for an amber, but uh, it's it's very good. Um, and then I also had the cream ale uh, when Dave and I got here. Yeah. yeah, I also thought that was very good. I love it. I love when a beer tastes like I'm eating cereal. And that's exactly what I... I felt like I was chewing on uh, Cheerios. Really? Yeah. Wow. And and I will say this about the Oktoberfest that I am enjoying. Um, I kind of did that in honor of you, Tony, and Nels, because I know that you were, we were down in New Ulm. Yeah, we were, it, we were in New Ulm. We went to uh, Oktoberfest. We did the Shells tour again. 
Which, by, boys, by the way, I've done that tour and Nell's done that tour and we've all done that tour so many times. I think I could be a tour guide there. We just kind of wait through the tour to get to the tasting room and yes. drink the beer. That's all we do. I do remember that being the best part. Yeah, that's, that's the best part of the yeah. whole thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, I had a, we had a great time down there. We drank a lot of beer. Uh, met some new fans of the, uh, the Loons. Gave out the business card. Tried to get them to listen, you know. Um, I am drinking from this place. I just I had the cream ale. I now got the uh, a flight of beers. Uh, the Cross, the Autumn, the Dewey, and the Market. Now I've already had the Cross, which is a dark saison. I say saisons. People, a lot of people say session. We could get into the pronunciation of that yeah. later. Yeah, uh, you could also yeah. say saison. Saison. I could. Say I that. would say saison, but. Brewed with lemon, pepper, and honey. Fantastic. So what is, does the uh, does the lemon pepper? You said lemon pepper. Yeah, lemon pepper does, and honey. And does that not overpower the honey, or do they no, work together? No, because I'm sure they put a little. Um, the lemon pepper works together, and then the yeah. honey, of course, brings a sweetness to it. So, yeah. but uh, we're going to be drinking throughout this whole thing here, at dual citizen, uh, enjoying their delicious beers. But let's get into it, boys, because we have. Uh, some games to talk about that I know we really don't want to talk about, but we have to. Let's start with the... Let's go back in time here. Let's go back two weeks ago. Dave Sterling and I did a podcast together. Dave Stevens was on assignment finding players in Argentina. Yes. He failed. Um, we, were, we were excited about the fact that the Loons could potentially make the playoffs if they continued to win. Right. I mean, it was... It was you know, a minute possibility, yeah. but it was there. I, it I was, was there. I was listening to the podcast in Argentina, believe me, and you described it as in relation to, to like, climbing a mountain, and I think you right. had yeah. mentioned Everest, and I think that was appropriate because it they was. essentially had to win out, and need they needed help on right. top of that. Yeah, yeah, they needed help, but they needed to continue to win. Yes. I'm glad that analogy resonated. Yes. Yeah. I was like, it sounds like a good analogy. Yeah, what, what yeah. did you say? Everest? And so, what was the other mountain? Uh, top Mount Denali. Oh, okay. Denali, yeah. Because, you know, it's smaller, but it's yeah. still massive. And you kept coming <laughs> back to it. It's like, well, actually, it more like, even with the, the back-to-back wins, it still was like Everest because it was. They needed to win every single but game. But there, there was a chance. That's all we were looking for was a chance, right? Right. Yeah. So we knew going into the last week's game, we needed a victory. Yep. And what do they do? They throw up a flipping stinker of a game. Yeah, I mean they they lay an egg. And, yeah. You know on on Twitter from our our podcast account. Yeah. I I believe that I gave the my um, prediction was three two win. Yeah. I believe it was. Obviously, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, bit. You know, I mean, a 5-1 loss. I mean, now, Philadelphia, interestingly enough, I picked picked us to win because Philly has one of the worst home records yeah. of all the playoff teams. They're terrible. So I was like, well, I mean, if there's a chance to pick up points, it's in Philadelphia. But let's talk about, well, they have the worst home record, and we have one of the worst world records. Not right. one of the worst. I, I, I think we have the worst. The worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have the worst. How many wins do we have on the road this year? I, one. And when I say we, the United, yes, one, one. is right. Yeah, and two, two draws. draws. Yeah. Two, two draws, draws. Yeah. 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 So it was worst road record going against worst home record. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Battle of the worsts. But, of course, 
what I failed to do was consider the fact that Philly's been kind of on an upswing. Yeah. So, I but I did not think that that upswing was going to be that good. I didn't. I didn't. I honestly didn't think that we were that bad. Yeah. I mean, we just we played rather relatively flat, like we always do. Yep. Yep. But man, Philly just completely destroyed us. And the thing yeah. is, it had nothing to do with offense. I mean, I know we only scored a goal. It was all defense. defense. Yeah. The back line and Bobby were were shit. Well, let's talk Bobby now. Of course, he didn't play in today's game because he had a bad back. I'm thinking he got a bad back from trying to make all those, getting all those balls kicked at and, him. And maybe it, it happened. I think on the on the, the first goal that was allowed yeah. by Minnesota. I think I think you know that you could you could fault Bobby on the first goal. I think. I, in my notes, I fault Bobby on every goal. On every goal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know I know I mean, that, a piece. It's not like he was the yeah, only one. Yeah. I know I know the the defense and the, even the midfield, they just didn't they didn't protect they didn't yeah. do their job. But I think. You, you, we've kind of gotten used to Bobby Shuttleworth making those kind of saves. Yeah. And he just wasn't in the position, and it just looked a little weak. You know, and it, if you look at the goals, so it went 7th, 16th, 22nd, 44th, and then they topped it off at 78th. Okay. So, I mean, we, we obviously, well, they let the foot off the gas. Yeah, obviously. they did. Um, but... It's like it was just perfect, just boom, boom. Yep. Just, you you kind of get it. You get a goal. Maybe we got a little bit of rhythm. You know, they got some more possession, and it's another goal. Yeah. And then in a little back and forth, and then it's another. Goal. And it was just like constant. I mean, you're talking the first three goals. You know, there were nine minutes or less between. Them. Yeah. And that was like prototypical. 2017 yep. Minnesota. And I'm glad I didn't watch it because I had my anniversary dinner with my wife. We celebrated 15 years last week. Um, so I was Which, actually at dinner. Applause to her. Applause to, to her for putting up with me for 15 freaking years and two kids with me. For Congratulations, Tony. But luckily I didn't have a chance to watch the game because I was at dinner. But I was getting the text messages. Yeah. And then I was kind of... Be- and the funny thing was one of the uh, chefs who was bringing out our food, he was wearing a loons hat. Oh, really? And I said, yeah, they're sucking it up today. He's like, well, I guess I won't have to watch it on DVR then. I said, I, 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 said, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, and, so I was telling Dave earlier today that I watched the whole game, yeah. the entire game, and then rewatched the condensed version. So I got to relive that thing. Yeah. You pretty much kicked yourself in the yeah. nuts twice then, didn't you? Yes. And, yes. Yeah. And for some reason, just for full disclosure, I actually did watch the condensed game yesterday, actually, of the Philadelphia yeah, yeah, yeah. defeat. And because while, while it happened live, I was actually enjoying and I was enjoying a steak in a Malbec in Argentina. Yes. Yeah, so, right. Which, yeah. And I was getting disrupted by you guys all the time with a text yeah, message. It was yeah. one to nothing, two to nothing, four yeah, to nothing, you know. Yeah. I was, my dinner was being interrupted. I was glad to be following it because, unfortunately, the game was not broadcast live. It wasn't broadcast live in Argentina? No, it wasn't. They don't like the MLS no, down there, yet. No, no. It, Argentina, they're all about Boca Juniors and River Platte. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wow. It's it's big time. You know, the Argentina soccer culture is great. And that's yeah. why I feel like I kind of didn't skip a beat when I was down in Argentina. Sure, because, sure. you know, I'm in a country that loves soccer. Yep. And like I was telling you earlier, Tony, they love craft beer, at least in Buenos Aires. Maybe not so much where I was sure. in Rafaela, but it so, was it was great to be down there. It was my first trip there, and yeah. it was fantastic. Cool. So you were in the land of Malbec wines. Malbec, was the Malbec yep. good? In fact... Oh, it's, it's very good. And I actually, I've had a few Malbec wines before I'd gone down there. But it was yeah. funny. You know, I knew Argentina is certainly known for their steaks, their beef, yeah, yeah. and their wine. Yeah. And it was funny. My coworker, my coworker and I, we were in a restaurant, you know, the first, first or second night we were there. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to be with a couple of people from Argentina. And we, they asked us, would you like wine? And we're like, of course. Of yeah. course. And uh, and so um, the natural question I asked was, well, what what do you recommend? What kind of wine? And he kind of basically laughed at me and said, oh, oh, well, when you're in Argentina, you have yeah. Malbec. Yeah, of course. And he was like, he go he went on further to say, well, they do have imported wines, you know, from Spain or Italy. Do you have a nice Italian wine I could have in Argentina? And, and they yeah. probably do, but he laughed at me and said, no, if you're in Argentina, you're gonna drink a Malbec because it was, it, you know. Malbec is up kind of, it wasn't exactly, it was a few hundred miles from where I was, but the, yeah. I think it's the Mendoza region, right up at the base of the Andes. Yeah. That's where they make that Malbec grape. And yeah, it was fantastic. And the, the variety of Malbec wines is impressive. And I didn't know that. When I thought, before I went to Argentina, I thought Malbec, okay, that's Malbec. But no, there's a significant variety. Well. So you really have to find the one you want because you can go from a very dry to, a, you know, more like a... Oh, I don't know. Like your Italian wines. Yeah, yeah. Not nearly as dry, but it it was pretty impressive, actually. Well, I'm sorry that our texting potentially ruined something. Yeah, yeah. No, we we did miss you on the podcast last time because I don't know if if people listen to the podcast. Dave and I were talking about some stat stuff, and we're like, well, yeah. just come up with something because we don't have our stats guy here. Well, so we just come up with crap. I feel like today yeah. my job is easy. Like as we're talking about this Philadelphia game, yeah, I, I can run you off a bunch of stats, but really the only stat that matters, in my opinion, for that game, yeah. is the final score: five goals to one goal. And the, here's the thing: that just, I mean, we had our hopes and dreams just pretty much crushed yeah. by that five to one. It's Boss, perfect, know? perfect that you mentioned that because the Philadelphia Union actually clinched their playoff spot, and what did we clinch that night? Uh, what I shouldn't we... say clinch, but we guaranteed ourselves we are mathematically eliminated. eliminated. From yeah, the we're mathematically eliminated, yeah. and so uh, yeah, you might want to <laughs> mathematically eliminated from the playoffs that yeah. night. Yeah, and so we went from this. Hey, we're the little engine that could. We just gotta go up this, go up this mountain. We can do it. We can do it. To have our dreams totally just crushed that day. You know, and that's one thing that I actually thought about while I mean, because it, well, you haven't brought this up. It's been over a month since I've been on the podcast. I think yeah, you yeah. brought it up during your last podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I and I want to come back and say, oh my gosh, so much has changed. It has. It's, but honestly, Tony, it really hasn't. I went back. The last podcast was in your garage. On we recorded it on September first. It was the yep. Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, yeah. And I went back and looked at the uh, standings, and the United were ninth in the standings. And yep. then where did we sit prior to today's game? Ninth. Ninth. And yeah. that got me thinking, like, how much has things changed? Well, it really hasn't changed that much. In fact, I had to go as a stats guy. I had to go back and look this up and. 
this is basically where we've been sitting as far as you know the positions in the MLS Western Conference standings. Yeah. And basically, what I want to bring up is we've been sitting in ninth for a majority of the season. In yeah, fact, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty much the much. entire yeah. second half of the season, the Minnesota United have yep. been in ninth place. There's been a couple peaks and valleys, if you want to say yeah. that, but it's basically ninth. Ninth, ninth, all the way across. Well, look so, back here. We were in second place back yeah, then. Yeah, well, that was week three. Yeah. <laughs> and ever since then, it's kind of been downhill. So but. July July 23rd, we jumped up to seventh. Yeah. yeah. So there was a little bit of hope, and I think I remember that, That was the too. home stretch. Yeah, yeah it was. We home. were kind of, uh, I think we talked about the podcast. It was, we had to win these games against these teams yeah. to get up into the playoffs, and then we decided to take a fall. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I look at this, you know, our podcast, we're not here trying to like, you know, prop up the United. It is no. what it is. It's amazing that we've had, you know, as much to talk about that we have had, though. Well, I, I think it's it's one of those things where you could talk about a team like the United because they've been losing so much, yeah. you know, or the, or the fact that they've been so different. They've had they've had a lot of home victories and they've had a, ter- they have a great home record and a terrible away record. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's one of those weird things about this year. It's been, I don't know how to put it. I mean, last year we knew inaugural season, you're not going to be great. Atlanta was because they spent money. We talked about this before numerous times. So we knew last year was not going to be great. But this year we thought maybe we could kind of step it up a little bit. And, And this is only their, you know, second full year in the MLS. But is it? Is it an accomplishment to say that, oh, well, the Minnesota United were not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs until the first week of October? Is that saying something or is that not saying something? Well, they allow, what, it's half the the conference gets into the playoffs, so. Yeah. uh, We did win more games than last year. Well, one. One game. Well, we and with two games to go. That's progress, Dave. That's progress. I I didn't. <laughs> I don't argue that. Yeah. Uh, so we we have a downer last weekend. So then we go into today's game against Colorado Rapids, who've been with the league since the beginning of the league, '96, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and Colorado is what? Aren't they below us in the standings in the Western oh, yeah. Conference? They yeah. were, yes. They were on a seven-game losing streak. And what do we do today, boys? Well, oh, we didn't we laid win. another egg. Laid another egg. But I, I want I, I said this to Dave while we were sitting in our seats. We, the United almost tied the game 2-2. It was they almost did. a 2-2 final. Yeah. I mean, they, they had, I watched the first half, and then I had to come over here, so I listened to the second half. They had two goals called back. VAR Both came into play. Goals. Yep. Both yeah. goals came back. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. You, they, had, they had some chances in the first half. Darwin missed a couple of chances. Yeah. Which is rare for Darwin. Eric, Eric Miller had a couple crosses to yeah. a, a couple of Eric's crosses were to nobody, mm-hmm. but he did have one. He Eric crossed it in, I think it was in the late first half. Darwin missed the header. And we put it on Darwin's foot. Yeah. Literally on his foot and he put it over the goal. Yeah. 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 Well, there's one it was somebody crossed it in, Darwin missed the header. Yeah. Well, and then Angela Rodriguez had now uh, pretty much a goal. 
Tony, maybe yeah. maybe you had a better view of it than we did, but yeah. from my perspective, I wouldn't say that Darwin missed a header. I would say he it was crossed. Pro- if I if he was three yeah. inches taller, he might have yeah, had a chance. True. Darwin's a short guy, though. He is. It's always funny, but little uh, background information for anybody who's listening. It's always funny to watch the opening of the game because they show the players coming out with the kids. Yeah. He looks like and Darwin looks like he might be two inches taller than the kid he's with. Right, yeah. And I'm like, holy jeez, the guy's a midget. Yeah, he's small. Yeah, you know, I, I think we had a lot of missed opportunities. You know, I think Ibarra had a cross that ended up being deflected yeah. into Howard, so it almost looked like a goal. Yeah. Or yeah. a shot shot up. Uh, you know, we... I. We had, uh, Miller had one just almost exactly like that. We were really flat in the first half. We didn't look good I mean, in the first it half. just kind of looked odd. I, you know, it's it's one of those things where you go back to the depth. Yeah. You know, so I had a co-worker with me. Yeah. He's never been to a United game, but he's... He played soccer for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So he knows soccer. He's never been to a United game, though. And it, he kept saying over and over, well, you know, some of these guys don't really look like they're that good. He's like, I've seen some college games that yeah. the players look better than these. And, and I kept saying, well, you know what? Actually, you know, some of these guys are, are bench players. And we were playing a lot of uh, – we were playing a lot of uh, – Backup guys today because the fact is uh, we we're how guys are missing. Uh, we're uh, missing Calvo's out. out. Uh, Ibarra, Romario Ibarra. Mario Ibarra. Just correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. It's Calvo on international duty. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. And I believe Romario is also with Ramar- no. Per- well, he was on international duty, but he did not go because of his leg injury. Okay. Mm. All right. We're I missing. Didn't know about that. Schuler was with the Finnish team, yep. and then Bobby's got the back problem. Right. Which is why we saw Lampson yep. uh, today. Um, Which, by the way, I don't think... I mean, Lampson wasn't great. Yeah. But I wouldn't fault him for anything. But Except his, for the second one. Were his clearances better, though, than Bobby's? Actually, no. <laughs> do, they, do you think that the coaches on the United train these guys to be bad clearance goalies or what? Uh, I think they should consider a new goalie coach. Yeah, I don't understand it. No. I don't get it. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's one of those things where the depth concern was a, was a major issue in this game. It was, pretty much. And, it, I mean, my God, Alexi Gomez. <laughs> Do you really want to talk about him? Do you really want to talk about Alexi Gomez? I, I have to, because the guy is terrible. Yeah, yes. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I bet... When he left wherever he was, yeah. people cheered. <laughs> They're like, I mean, Bye. unless the league that he was in, and I cannot remember where he played. I don't know either, but. I mean, unless that league is just really bad. I mean, the dude is awful. I he think he was the worst goal. guy on the field. He almost scored a goal early today. Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't prop him do up, a Dave. Positive, right. optimistic. Don't prop him up. Well, I, I'm pretty sure you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. Yeah. Can, can you not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously you have to be careful because you said 
that if he showed progress, you'd get a tattoo. And has he showed progress no. yet? No. And I, I'm right about that. He's not yeah. going to show progress. He's not even in his team next year. He shouldn't be on this team well, next year. Well, thankfully, he's a loney. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think They're not going to pick him up. I, I would hope. They're going to say, bye-bye. See yeah. you later. Um, uh, our buddy uh, Maximiano uh, decided to get another yellow card. <laughs> I think he collects them. I, I, I do. I, I think he's got I, a collection of yellow cards. I think after the game, he goes and gets it and gets it signed by the ref, and he puts it up on his wall. He might. I mean, so I don't remember if if this happened before the podcast. No, last episode. It happened after last episode. Yeah. Um, Max Miano has had two suspensions mm-hmm. for accumulation. Yeah. The dude hasn't even barely played enough time. I know. And it, yet somehow he's managed to have two suspensions for accumulation. He's going for number three next week. He's going for number three. I don't think that's mathematically possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I like the guy because he does he does seem like maybe there's something there. There, He's got something. Yeah. But he makes some really bad fouls. And speaking of which, I I did some uh, field research yeah. uh, to show how uh, we have fared with Max Miano and Bob compared to not having it. And so now you can't see this because you're not looking at Other side of the table, yeah. But Dave can vouch for me. So this right here, these are all the passes. Um, this was the, of course I didn't this was the San Jose game, I believe. See all these passes in the middle of the pitch? Completed passes. This was the Kansas City, Sporting Kansas City game. All those passes. Now watch last week's game with Max and Bob in the midfield. There's a big hole. There is. There's so, clearly a hole. When Bob and Max are in, yeah. the teams can't pass in the midfield as much as they'd like to. Well, there you go. And it, so, this was so. This is a snapshot of the passes from last week's game. Yeah. And it, even with a five-one scoreline, the midfield is wide open. Yeah. And it, so, it's a bright spot. And it, it's something that, you know, do you take the take the bad those yellow cards? Yeah. You know, know that in six games you're not going to have Max because yeah. he's going to be suspended. Um. Do you take that and say, you know, it could be worse? It could be, yeah. He's clearly doing his job because teams are having a difficult time passing, doing complete passes in the midfield. Well, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a baseball thing. Guy has a low batting average, but he hits a home run every seven or eight at bats. Do you take the low average for the home run for the big play? Yeah. And most teams do that nowadays. Yeah. You know. Well, I remember back in the nineties. Uh, Milwaukee had Rob Deere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The dude would hit like 30 home runs. Yeah. But he'd strike out like a 250 times in a season. By the way, let's we're going to have to beaten path a little bit. Dave Sterling is a Wisconsinite. Yes. And the Brewers being in the 
in the uh, NLCS. Yeah. Uh, were you excited last night? Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, I want to bring this up. Dave texts me. Yeah. I don't. What was it? The seventh inning. It was. I think it was just going into the eighth inning. And yeah. I, I was texting you because we were both obviously going to go to the game tomorrow. And, yeah. And I kind of wanted to know what the plan was. And I, before I talked about our plans for today, I said, yeah. "Oh, your Brewers are looking pretty good." Because at the time it was six to one. Yeah. yeah. They were cruising. Somehow yeah. they banged up Clayton Kershaw in the fourth inning. Yeah. They got him out of the He's game. Terrible which, in the playoffs. Well, no. Well, he. Historically, yes, but in the NLDS this year, Clayton was unhittable, basically. And uh, so I I thought, going into game one of the the championship series here in the National League, I thought, okay, the Brewers aren't going to really have much of a chance, but they knocked him out in the fourth inning. And so I think when I texted Dave, it was just going into the eighth inning, and I said, well, your Brewers are looking good, six to one. Hey, where do you want to meet tomorrow? What's the plan? Yeah. And then I, I kind of felt guilty, and I told him at the game today, I said, I think I almost jinxed him because yeah. they, they came you know, back. Yeah. They came back. It was 6-5 to five final. It's but, currently 2-0. Yeah. And, Milwaukee. But the fact that there was a Woodruff, their pitcher, yeah. hit a yeah, home run, run off of Kershaw. Yeah. In this series, that's just crazy. You know, I don't know. I was, I was telling Dave that. It would be fantastic to see them go to the World Series, obviously, because yeah. I was two when they did it last yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't think they'd survive in the World Series against any of the teams. Not against the Sox. The Red Sox are going to go, and the yeah. Red Sox are like, Oof. But, you know, I'll take a pen. Yeah. I take a pen. Now, so this is just, just to give you an update. It's honest for our benefit only, not yeah. for our listeners. But the yeah. Brewers are actually up two to nothing here. Yeah, in, in the, the bottom of the fifth. fifth. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Date Sterling is missing this game to do this podcast. Yeah. So I attempted to jinx the Brewers once again. Yeah. By telling Dave that they're winning the game. And doing but as well. I told you at the game, yeah. I almost prefer them to lose a game here because they're 12 straight right now. I think we've seen. I think the the major league postseason has has seen runs like this before. I, I want to say the Colorado Rockies went on a major amazing yeah, run like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so there's something to be said. You don't want to give up the mojo or whatever you want. To call no, it, it's it's a whole. It, you get on that streak and it's like you just got it. But it's, to your point, Dave, like it's a seven game series. You know. You yeah. know, and it, obviously it'd be nice to get through to L.A. and then lose. Yeah, yeah. You know, get through home, but my God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could I could probably keep talking baseball for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> we can't, I mean, though. We can't. It's, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's so, a winning streak we'll never have to worry about with the Blues. I have to well, admit, like, I've, maybe. Been, I've been gone for a month, you know. I've been gone for <laughs> yeah. this podcast for a month. I missed yeah. two podcasts. And by the way, I do want to say that John Andriski. I listened to that podcast. I thought he did a great, did a great job, job with you, you yourself, Dave. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's too. different from our normal. Uh, but he didn't have anything to drink. Right. Well, I don't even think that yeah. matters. <laughs> I think I was trying to shove whiskey down. The format was the format was different. You yeah. Know, but yeah. I thought he did a great job. It was a nice change of pace, a nice change yeah. up. And then you guys last last time, you didn't miss a beat. I mean, okay, maybe yeah. your stats were lacking a little bit. But yeah. you, I think you guys had a great show, you know, two weeks ago. We so. went back last week. We went back to the uh, beginning of this podcast. It was just me and Dave. Yeah, and it, it's it's fine. It's yeah. it's a good time. You know, it's better than fine. It was a but good, we need we need we need stats guy. And I mean, here. I I mean, call it just 
call it what you want, but I yeah. enjoy doing it. And yeah, well, of course. We I all enjoy doing it. I didn't miss this podcast. Well, I did. I, well, I missed it when we were in, on vacation in Victoria, which I talked about in the last podcast. And um, Oh, I do want to bring that up because you, you said a few things on the last podcast. Let's, 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 I think you want to save set, that for later? We'll save it for the second half of this thing. Okay. Let's go back to this today's game yes. because there's yeah. more stuff to talk about here. Yeah. Um, so we lose this game. Ton of extra time in this game because at the end of this game, the Rapids players were flopping all over the field. I, the I mean, they were, they were, and they were just yeah. staying on the field. And again, what game was that we we're talking about? Where one well, last podcast it was a game before that, where it was was it a New York player who was on the field, down on the field for yeah. what couple minutes, and all of a sudden. They stop the play and then oh, yeah. and it pops up. The referee gets within like ten yards. Ten yards, and he pops up. And it happened again. Was listening to on the radio. Yeah, he was number five. I don't. Yeah, they're the they're calling for the training staff to come out, and then he just pops up. Yeah. And I'm like, unless the MLS starts reprimanding these teams for doing this type of stuff, I agree. You're gonna keep giving it because they lost seven in a row. They wanted this win badly. They were gonna do whatever it took to get this win. Yeah. Even playing dirty, which they were. Yes, including trying to knock the ball out of the hands of the goalie. Yeah. I mean, who who does that? And not only that, the moment they touch the ball, it's a handball. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? I, yeah, and we both watched that. It was our it was our end of the field. I, I the ref didn't even. Yeah. He saw it. He didn't even say anything about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, in the second half, there's a point where Lampson actually had the ball in his hands, and he. Kind of like almost threw an elbow yeah. at the defender because it's like get out of my way. I will say I think it was. I heard this was uh, the refs. Was it his first game? Oh, was it? I think he's a rookie ref. Oh, that makes well, a lot. Of I sense. believe. I don't know. Well, if that's a, if that's true, the players certainly took advantage because well, I mean, yeah, there there was a, literally a scrum at the end of the game. It yeah. was, and that's uh, I didn't get to see it because I was listening to it on the way over here, but. The scrum at the end of the game, from what I heard, was they scored that last goal, put it up two nothing, two nil, and then they came over and celebrated in front of the bench of the loons. That is, that's bullshit. So I mean, on the on the radio or whatever you listen to, yeah, uh, did they say why Harrison Heath got his red card? No, they didn't say. Okay, it. and I, mean, I saw somebody on, or I heard somebody on the train say that they heard he threw bottled water at the player. What? Yeah. Oh, my, my my assumption was he threw a punch. If he threw a bottle of water, that'd be great. Because, I mean, I, we'll, I hate to bring it back to baseball again, but, yeah. you know, when you see those bench-clearing brawls, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what this reminded me of. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the whole, all, you know, 22 players that were on the field kind of yeah. went towards the sideline, and then it was a scrum after that. You could see mm-hmm. just, I thought I saw a fist flying, but I'm, I did not see it. It just kind of looked like it. The announcer, uh, the United announcer, I don't know his name, but... Callum Williams. On radio? Oh, never mind. Radio guy. Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, this soccer game has turned into a hockey game. Nice. At the end of it. And he's like, oh, then there's Tim Howard. And make it. And Cal Men's telling Tim Howard to go back to his goal. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, go it back to funny. your goal. It's funny. I think I made the comment. Tim Howard ran out of goal yeah. all the way yeah. up to midfield. Yeah. I thought he was getting a red card because that's about when the referee yeah. raises the And I think card. it was because he was a captain. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. again, it's one of those things where I know you had a seven-game losing streak, and it's been bad for you guys for They're a couple months. They're easily the worst team in the league. Yeah. But... Have a little respect. You're not home. 
you're in the away stadium. Yeah. You could have caused a flipping riot doing what you did. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when we left the game, they blew the whistle. The, the stadium was just booze. I mean, oh, it was just, yeah. like, loud course. Of, I, mean, I would oh. guarantee those referees were secure. They should have been. And, yeah. Yeah. I want to make this point because, like, I had no other way of describing the game. Honestly, in the first 15 minutes, I thought, hey, it's going to be a great game. There was there was a lot of action. There was, The yep. game was wide open. Yep. yep. They were going up and down the field, both Colorado and yep. Minnesota. Yep. It looked good, but, man, did, it came to a screeching halt. Yep. Like, yep. the game flow just mm-hmm. abruptly stopped. There was injuries and stoppages, and there was four minutes of added time in the first half. Yeah. And five in the second, and injury after after injury, real or fake, it doesn't matter. The game flow was terrible. And so I didn't know how to describe this game other than, you know, the United lost. So as a United fan, I'm going to say it sucked. But yeah. But as a neutral observer, the only way I could think to describe the game was interesting. Because I've yeah. never watched a game quite like that before. Yeah. I heard, and Dave and I, we heard people yeah. describe it exactly the same way. Yeah. I heard a lady on the way out say, well, that game was interesting, and that's exactly what I well, thought. Well, when, when you have two goals called back on VAR, yes. that's crazy. I mean, getting one goal called back on VAR, that happens. Yeah. But two goals called back on VAR, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then you play into the whole end of the game thing with the riot and all that stuff. That doesn't happen. Right. Right. It doesn't happen. No. And, it, you know, for someone like myself, I was almost rooting on the fight. And I was like, <laughs> it's so something, excited. right? It is yeah, something. It's like, it's Show me some, some emotion. Yeah, there's some yeah. emotion there. There's, you know, some players are pissed off. But I, yeah. I can go back to the beginning of this game and go, when I saw who was out in this game, I oh, said, yeah. hey, we're gonna. It's gonna be a very close game, and I don't know if we're gonna win this one. Yeah. Because you miss your your, your goaltender's out, your top uh, backline guy and Calvo is out. Yep. Those two right there. Those are two key cogs to this team. Yep. And when those two are missing, crazy shit can happen. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we always can go back to the first what five games where Francisco Calvo was at fault for every single. He line. was, yeah. But when he's in the lineup. Yeah, I got it. It's a different team. It is, yeah. And it, so I was like, okay, so he's been playing at left back. He's gone. Mark Birch is going to come in. Yep. And it, I was like, well, maybe Miller will be be the guy. But then I was like, oh, that's right. Jerry's been injured. Yeah. So Miller's going to be on the right. Yep. And if Birch is going to be on the left, I'm like, this isn't going to go. No. And it. And then I was like, well, Romario's not a- available. Nope. So who's going to play? Alexei! And it's like, we know Gomez doesn't play well. We already talked about it yeah. minutes ago. So, But so getting on something that the people next to us have suggested that we talk about. Yeah. About the manager being questionable. It It's more than that. Because... So, yeah. Miguel is the first sub. Yep. He comes out and Pangot comes in. And it, I don't know if Dave heard me, but I, I vocalized, wait a second, France Pangot plays on the left, mm-hmm. and now he's coming in on the right. Yeah. And I was like, Alexi sucked. Yeah. But I was like, you can't make any other moves. Yeah, there's nothing else. I was like, 
Miguel's been eh. I get it. But there's but he, nobody else to play. There, he was put in a box today because of all the guys who were out. Yeah. There were five guys out today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they, he was put in a box. And the second substitute was uh, Ibsen. Right? Yeah. Ibsen, yeah. And that worked out. Yeah. Because yeah. he had a goal that ended up getting called back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it comes back to the depth of this team. Yep. Yeah. And I know everybody wants Adrian Heath fired. We've everyone. We we I mean again, we'll talk about it a little bit again because we've talked about this on the podcast numerous times. Has Heath been given the pieces that he needs? Exactly. If he has, then it's his fault. If he hasn't, then it's uh what's his Manny. Manny's fault. And look, no one anyone in this bar who follows group of that follows this team. Yeah. Anyone on Twitter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You cannot say that Adrian Heath has been given the tools to win in a game. No. Look at the players that we have. Yeah. Birch is past his prime. He was good. It was literally last year was that final year. Yep. Maybe he's a sub. Yeah. Yep. But. And to be fair, like if we were going to continue talking about this game, the, the first goal that the United allowed, you're not going to do much about that. It kind of came out of nowhere, but it was a great goal. Yeah. It was a great yep. header. Really good header. You, 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 it's almost impossible to defend. You can't yep. blame Lampson. It's hard to even blame the defense on that one. It was just. Yeah. It was I mean, just, Boxel was right on it. Yeah. 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 You know, but you know, it's like Alexi Gomez. We talk about him all the time. Who brought him in? Manny Legos. Yep. Has he been good? No. No. Not at all. You know, uh, we could talk. We could bring Christian Ramirez into this. Why is he gone? Manny Legos. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we we can talk France Pangon. Why is he here? Manny, Manny Legos. Legos. I mean, sure, Adrian Heath maybe has some say in signing off on a, on a player but you get these comments from him oh he's you know we like what we see or we like what he might bring us later on yeah those are towing the company line of course they are and it so for me yeah maybe Adrian Heath has some shortfalls specifically substitutions yeah I don't I don't think he's very good at substituting I don't think he's very good at reading the tactical move necessary no. But, you know, what does he have to work with? Yeah, let's not, I mean, let's not beat a dead horse here. We've yeah. talked about this. It's, we have to get to the end of the season and see what they do in the off season. Yeah. To improve this team. And if Manny gives Heath the right parts, we should have a competitive team next right. year. And I fully support the concept that if we aren't a winning team, now, winning meaning above the playoff line. Yeah. By the summer window. Yeah. I support Adrian Gong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we've made some moves yep. in the offseason. And, you know, after the break, we'll probably talk about this. Well, yeah. Uh, and you, you know, about the passing grade comments. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and you talked about it, you know, last episode, but it's a lot easier to fire the head coach than it is to fire the general manager. Of course. And we talked about the last episode, Dave, and the fact is, 
Manny is a, how would you put it? He, he's been around Minnesota soccer he's forever. He's a so Minnesota ever. soccer legend. He's a Minnesota soccer legend. You know. So this is the reason why he's here. Yeah. Okay. But, but don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he has carte blanche over everything. He's on a leash as well. I he think is. he does. What? I think he has carte blanche. Well, no, no. I, I think there's, it'll come to. Because why is he here? I mean, to be perfectly honest, well, he has no he has no experience at MLS level yeah, other said, than to play. Yeah. But the fact that he's continued to hold his position at all is a complete shock. But I well, think the deal is that Manny Manny's here because the owner, when they went to MLS, said, well, you're a legacy guy. You've been yeah. with us, with the team in Minnesota for I don't know how many years. And his dad was his dad. Was the coach here for how many years? So bring this guy in to have a little Minnesota connection to everything. So you get a little bit of a play. I mean, look at look at Paul Molitor on the Twins, right? Yeah. He got a little play because he's a legacy Minnesota guy. Oh yeah. You know, the the owners will not. The owner said when the owners got brought in the new GMs for the Twins, they said you have to keep Paul Molitor for one more year, even though the new GM yeah. said I want my own guy. Well, and guess what happens? They had a losing season, and he gets fired. Here, here's another take. Like, can you imagine this year without Darwin Quintero? So no. Like, I guess you <laughs> no. have ma- like if you want to give Manny Lagos credit for Darwin Quintero, that's fine. And yeah. Maybe he should. But can you imagine if he didn't make that single move of signing yeah. Darwin Quintero? What would this season look like? Oh, it's been terrible. And here's the thing: you can have, be, it, it would you have can hit some home runs. You can hit some home runs as a GM, yeah. and all GMs do it. Right. But what else have you brought to the table? Alexi Gomez, that's a mistake. France Pangop, right. Bertrand Echo Awundi. Now maybe Bob Rodriguez and Ibarra are good players. And but I think Ibarra is. And I think they are. And Maybe's Rodriguez true. almost had another goal today. Yeah. He yeah. missed it. So we'll see what happens. But going into next season, if we don't see a competitive team in the beginning of next season, Heath's job's on the line, and I think Manny's job is on the line as well. Yeah, and I listened to you guys earlier, and you were talking about last podcast, but I mean, I agree with, with um, I would, it needs to be sooner rather than later. It does. We, we yeah. can't give them a half a season, because a half a season, it could be too late. It could right. be. I mean, because we need to see some results soon. It's coming, it'll be year three. Yep. Brand new stadium. I mean, we need to be competitive. And when I say I we, I say the United. But well, I look back at other because I've never been involved with an MLS expansion team before. Right. Yeah. But I look at other leagues. You know, the Timberwolves when they came about. I was a big Timberwolves fan yeah. in '89. Really, the goal was in three years to be competitive. They weren't competitive in three years. Yeah. And they fired GMs and they went back and forth for a long time. You know, to be. Comp- when you're an expansion team, I think three years is the goal. And when I, you know, when when the Loons were back in the NAS, NASL, and I heard that they were going to be an MLS franchise, I said, yeah. okay, well, you know, give them 12 or 13 years. You know, <laughs> I, I've come back on that years. a little bit. I, I think <laughs> 12 or 13 years. Yes, yes, come yes on. but I, I'm actually coming down on that. Oh. I think it needs to be more th- like three or four. It's got to be three. It's got to be three. I, it yeah. has to be. And the other issue, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, is the fact that you had another expansion team in Atlanta yes. who came on board, right. spent a shitload of money, yep. and 
as, as, as a great team. And look at it, you can, and we, we've done this before, so I won't bang it into the ground, but look yeah. at other sports, yeah. and if, whether it's NFL, yeah. Major League Baseball, you have teams that come in and are extremely successful after year NH- one or two. Vegas yeah. last year in NHL. Yeah. yeah. Like Vegas, that that is unusual. That it is. doesn't normally happen. Yeah. But it does happen. You look at, I'm just thinking, off the top of my head, I'm Didn't thinking Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, yeah Jaguars. They, yeah. Were, they made it to the uh, AFC Championship game in was it year one or two? I think it was year two. I mean, but yeah, I it mean, was very quick. Yeah, very so, quick. But the, the expansion franchises are giving given all the opportunity with, with the expansion draft they and the supplemental yeah. draft. Yeah. they are given opportunities to do what they need to do, especially like in the. That's why I think we all agree. Okay, maybe you give the United a pass because the ownership had to put a lot of money into their stadium. They did. That's true. And yeah. now that they have that stadium going into year three, oh, yeah. kind of all bets are off. It, oh, yeah. has, to, it has to happen next it has year. To happen. Yeah. I mean, Bill McGuire is not Arthur Blank. Right. Arthur Blank owns Atlanta's team, and he can do whatever. For Pete's sakes, they have their, their prices on hot dogs and beer at their stadium is the cheapest in the league. Because yeah. Arthur Brent Blank wants it's, people to come there and, and have a good time. Their prices are cheaper than what Minnesota's were in NASL. Yeah. That's Arthur Blank. You know, it was Home yeah. Depot, right? Yeah, I think that's Home Depot. Depot. Okay. Uh, Bill McGuire does not own Home Depot, does not own Lowe's, does not own anything. Yeah. Bill McGuire made his money off of uh, United Healthcare. Yep. Okay. And all of it was off, like, stock options. Exactly right. Yeah. So my deal is this. He's... He's coming from a position of, I have to grow this team. And yeah. we talked about this before. He's getting his new stadium. He's building his new stadium with his own money and investors. Yeah. So when you get that new stadium and all the money's coming to you then, because at TCF Bank, I don't think he gets much money out of there at all. Oh, I doubt it. I would love yeah. to see what their rent bill is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's getting much. But when he gets Allianz Field going, that's all his money then and his yeah. investors. So then he can spend money to make this team better. Yeah. So we have till next year. This offseason's of, big. A lot of people disagree, but yes. But this offseason's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we can talk about that at the break. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, so I think right now, guys, we should take a little break, Perfect. grab some more beers, and then come back with some more United Talk and some more uh, random stuff, I guess. We're talking about our cruise. Dave wants to talk about our cruise that I talked about last week. Um, I'll talk about a little bit about New Ulm and uh, some other stuff. So we'll be back in uh, a couple minutes. All right. everybody once again we are at dual citizen brewing right now in minneapolis um they have graciously again allowed us to do our podcast here you probably hear the background noise there's a lot of people here it's hopping uh i'm here with dave stevens uh dave sterling 
They're still at the bar trying to get a drink because it's crazy in here right now. Um, I got another drink. I, I did do the flight. I got the Cross, the Autumn, the Dewey, and the Market. I'm not going to get into all of them. Uh, but my favorite of all four of them was the Dewey, which is their kettle sour with salted watermelon, which is fantastic, by the way. Right now I'm drinking their Inglehart, which is their IPA. Your basic IPA. I mean, every place does an IPA. Every place has a great IPA. I have not been to a place. Scratch that. There was one brewery I've been to that did not like that. I won't name the name of the brewery. But their IPA tasted like cleaning solution. Yeah, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tony, but isn't like an, as far as a, a brewery is concerned, isn't an IPA one of the easiest beers to brew? It is, but this brewery, I don't know what it is. And Nels can back me up because we went to the, we had the brew fest in Monticello a couple weeks ago, yeah. and they were at that brew fest. Okay. I told Nels, I'm like, drink this beer, it tastes like cleaning solution. He drank, he's like, you're damn right it does. What the heck's their problem? IPAs are the best thing, you know? So, um,. Dave Sterling has now joined us once again. Yep. Uh, so I got the Inglehart IPA. Stevens, you got yes. you cream I, ale? I had to go with the cream ale, yep. the Kellogg cream ale, and that's the beer that I had before the United game this mm -hmm. afternoon at noon when he first came here. And I had to come back to it because, quite frankly, it's delicious. I yeah, mean, it's good times. It is just, you know, they describe it as light-bodied, easy drinking, and yeah. I completely agree. That is absolutely the beer that I look for, and it does not disappoint. It is yeah. delicious. And so. uh, Dave Sterling, what did you get? I got the Dewey. The Dewey. Oh, the uh, I just talked about that. The yeah. sour. It's fantastic. Oh, you, like, you like it? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's spectacular. Yeah. And I once again want to thank uh, Max Filter, who's one of the owners here. Uh, for graciously allowing us to be here. We chatted with him. He might jump on the podcast in a little bit. I don't know. He's kind of often doing his own thing right now. He's a big Wild fan, so he's watching the Wild game right now. So he might jump on, he might not. But once again, thanks to that, thanks to him, his partners, Dual Citizen Brewing Company in Minneapolis, off University Avenue. Great little place. Uh, so let's get started in the second part. We're going to go a little bit off the beaten path of the United States. So, Dave Stevens, on last podcast, I talked about we went on this cruise together. Me and Dave, our friend Niles, my wife. And I said there were a couple incidents on the cruise that I will not talk about until Dave got back because they included him. Okay? So, the first incident was the fact that Dave lost his cell phone. I did. Oh, yes. See, I okay. was curious about what you were going to bring up. Yeah. I, like, my mind was spinning. Yeah. Like, I just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what is he yeah. going to talk about? But, okay, <laughs> let's go. You can describe it, Tony. So, so Dave lost, well, I think it was the second night we were on the cruise. It would it would have been the second night going into the going into Sunday. Okay. So second I, night. I, basically, I woke up Sunday. I was like, yeah. I lost my cell phone. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, I'll go backtrack. That Saturday night, we all drank a lot because we had the beer package. Again, the, the drink package. Best thing on the cruise ever, the drink package. We go into my, our rooms are right next door to each other. We didn't, I don't, we didn't plan it that way. It just happened to be that way, which is great, you know? Yeah. So Dave goes into uh, my room and passes out on our bed, okay? So we walk in, Kelly, myself, and Nels, and my wife was like, well, shit, Dave's passed out on our bed. What the hell are we going to do? The Nels are like, we'll just drag him off the bed. It's fine. He won't wake up. So we drag him off the bed. Kelly and I go to sleep. At some point in the night, he wakes up and goes to his own room. <laughs> Whatever. But he lost his cell phone then. 
So the next day, he's asking all of us about, find my iPhone, find my iPhone. And my whole, my whole thing to that was, why would I find my iPhone on my phone? If I lost my phone, how, it's not gonna do me any good, you know? And then, hours into this, what did you say to me hours into this? I, I realized that I actually brought two cell phones on the trip. And I forgot that I had brought in two cell phones on the trip. <laughs> I mean, that kind of mistake happened. So the happens. whole time? Yes. Okay. I, I had two iPhones. It's fun. It's fun. I had lost one of them, and I forgot that I had the other one. It's fun. It's an I honest see. mistake. It's fun. Yeah. So the second thing I want to bring up the fact that now, Dave, I love the hot tub, too. Dave loves the hot tub a lot. I do. It's one of my favorite things yeah. to do on a cruise yeah. is sit in a hot tub, whether you're in the middle of the Caribbean or yeah. up in Seattle yeah. or Victoria, British Columbia. And we were in the hot tub. We were in the hot tub a couple times. The second time was after we got out of Victoria, we came back, got in the hot tub for a little bit. I did, and then we were going to go up to Johnny Rockets. Me and Nels and Kelly were. So I go upstairs and get dressed. Dave's still in the hot tub. Me and Nels walk by the hot tub because it's right by Johnny Rockets. And we see a guy like sleeping in the hot tub. And we're like, is that Dave? Is he sleeping in the hot tub? And there's people in there with him. Yeah. We take a little walk around. Oh, it is Dave sleeping in the hot tub. So me and Nels like, should we go like wake him up? Because yeah, it's kind of weird sleeping in the hot tub. Nels and I take one step towards the hot tub and security and, and a bartender are coming around to wake Dave up. And they wake him up. And Dave, the best thing about it is Dave's got a beer to the side. They wake up, he's like, oh, I'm fine. And he takes a drink of his beer. He's like, oh, I'm good. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> well, see, you, both yourself and Nels were mistaken as well as security. I was just simply resting my eyes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you were and, taking a little nap. It's okay. No, no, it's okay. no. You can't. Naps are okay. You can't no. sleep in a hot tub. Well, you really can't. It's hard to do it. I was have, <laughs> but I was resting my eyes, and Probably I just wanted dangerous. to prove it by taking a sip of my beer after <laughs> they supposedly woke me up. And you can't see the air quotes that I'm using, but I'm using air quotes. I just think it's. I just think it's funny. I, Nels and I were concerned about you, yeah. and we go to take one step, and all of a sudden there's security going, "Hey, there's a guy." Passed out in the hot tub, and it's Dave. <laughs> yada, 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 yada. I had a, yada. I had a great time on that yeah, cruise. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Those are my two things. I mean, it was just, it, you know, things were funny. Yes, it was funny. And I, you would mentioned it for the record. I yeah. actually partook with the uh, the dispensary. I didn't want to say anything. I bought some edibles yeah, in you Seattle, did. Yeah, you did. and I ate one that night, and I yeah. ate one the first night of the cruise. You know, I'm usually not. I'm not a fan of uh, marijuana yeah. or marijuana cigarettes in general. But the edible, I had. I figured I had to try it. When in Rome. When in Rome. Why not? Yeah. I tried it. You know what? I I, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, I just took a single dose. Well, Honestly, the only difference I noticed was I talked a lot more than I would normally talk. Yeah, and the first night, the night we were in Seattle, you guys enjoyed it because I passed out on the couch in our yes, suite. Yes, you did. Yes, you and did. you and Nels and my wife took we, a picture of me, passed out, and then went around walking to find a bar at what, how, what time in the night? Right? We stayed. We proceeded to stay up for another hour or two, and I was just yapping yeah, my yeah, mouth yeah. off. Talk, talk, yeah, talk, yeah. talk, talk, talk. And just like... And you were sound asleep, and I was a bit disappointed that you were sound asleep. I, I remember. Was tired. I think I talked about it ad nauseum for yeah. a long time. I think it was mostly the weed talking. But for the record, I did try an edible. I, yeah. I'm not. This 
I'm not uh, trying to hide it, other yeah. than my yeah. other than my employer. But I don't think anybody that I didn't want to say anything about who did and who did. I I didn't. I was I was. It's out of my system now. Yeah, I'm so sure it is. We're yeah, sure it is. But we had a great time on the cruise, and I appreciate you coming with, and Nelsie and my wife coming with, and my wife's excited. She wants to go on another cruise now, which is crazy. She wants to bring the kids next time. I'm like, nah, let's not well, do Well, Disney this. cruise. I don't even want to do that. I don't want to do that cruise, because another thing I want to talk about was the fact that we were in the hot tub that one day, and there was a kid and his brother in the hot tub with us, and the kid was like, what? One kid was probably six, and one kid was probably 10. Yeah. And they kept jumping around the hot tub. And finally, one of the people in the hot tub was like, where's your mom? Where's your parents? Oh, they're off at the casino or the bar. They just said to come back to the room at 5 o'clock. And I'm going, <laughs> what the? F- Seriously? Who does that on a cruise? These parents yeah. did, of course, but whatever. But it was a great time. I just want to bring up those two things now that Dave's here. And, of course, after the cruise, Dave went to Argentina for work. So he's been gone for another three weeks after that. Yes. Yeah. So, and like I said, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I watched a lot of good soccer down there, but unfortunately, I could not come back with any connections. I was on assignment, as you guys said. On assignment. And yeah. I guess I failed my assignment. Yeah, as I guess far you did. as I didn't come back with any recruits for the. Thankfully, United. you're not getting paid, so we no. can't yeah. like. No. We talked about that. We said maybe he's been gone for two podcasts. Maybe he's just done. You know. Right. We fire him but we're not getting paid anyway so but that being said i did watch while i was in argentina i did yeah. watch a lot of soccer you good. know good yeah um, and good. i enjoyed some craft beers so well, good it good. was a good trip all in general I, I will say this though if you if you if you're going to argentina if you have to drive be careful because just you got to keep your head on a swivel well i'm sure driving's a bit difficult gorillas Gorillas. No, no, it was completely safe, but there's no rules. It's uh, it's organized chaos when I'm it talk- comes to driving. When I say gorillas, I mean the oh, literally gorillas. No, the, uh, military. the uh, military. No, 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 no. I was gonna say I don't think they're gorillas. No, there's no gorillas in Argentina. No, no, no. no. Just Arg- you know. Argentina is a completely safe country. It's okay, fine. I felt yeah. completely. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I loved Argentina. It was my first trip to Argentina and South America in general. I can't wait to go back. I honestly can't. It was well, good, a fantastic man. trip. We're glad to have you back. Like I said, Dave Sterling and I missed you last two weeks ago. We missed you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my experience yesterday in New Ulm. I was there for Oktoberfest. They do it two weeks in uh, October. Went to Shell's Brewing, had a good time. Went to their Star Keller Brewery, which is part of Shell's, but it's their Noble Star Series, which is sour beers, which I'm a big sour beer fan. Got to go there. And if anybody listens to this podcast has an opportunity to go to Oktoberfest, there's numerous ones around here. Johnny went, I mean, Sterling, you went to an Oktoberfest in St. Paul. Yep. But New Orleans is a whole different beast because Shell's runs that town, and they're a German beer company. So they have all the German, they have the costume people and the other, they, it's, it's a crazy time down there. So if you ever have the opportunity to go down there for Oktoberfest, please do. Are there a lot of women in drindles, the dresses? There's a lot of women and men, there's lederhosens, everybody's got something. I thought you were going to say men wearing the dresses. I didn't see any of those yesterday. That's more Minneapolis, I think Minneapolis you probably find that. But everybody's wearing their costumes and stuff, they're yeah, doing yeah. the whole thing. And the nice thing about that place is, Shell's Brewery, guys, no, it's a, it's a big brewery. Oh, yeah. But the owner of Shell's Brewery, uh, Marty, 
he was actually at the uh, festivities at the hotel yesterday, just sitting there talking to people. So you can walk out and be like, hey, Mr. Marty, Shells is great. Nice. And he's like, well, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Very open guy. Him and his whole family are very open. They're downtown. They're everywhere. The Martys are a big thing in New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing it now for eight years. I think Nels and his friends and buddies have been doing it for a long time more. So there is a lot of noise here. It's gotten a bit rowdier. Yeah. There's a birthday party going on in the back. Well, what's funny is it's that's not the people that are rowdy. Well, who's being loud then? Yeah, they're, they're right over here. They were they were standing next to me while I was in line getting the shirt. There's women being loud and screaming. Yeah. It happens. So, let's get on to... I think they actually just recognized me. I think that's what's going on. They did? Yeah, they recognized me, yeah. Oh, they did, yeah, that's right. Wait, they know you? No, I'm kidding. Oh, so you're just Sorry. waving at them? He's waving for no reason, of course. Um, we were going to talk, we talk about a little bit about the grades and and Stevens actually said it we talked about this on the last podcast yeah. but Chris Wright had said all the the everybody. general manager everybody got a passing grade but then at these last two weeks I mean well I, yeah. I will say this as as someone who listened to the your episode your podcast episode I think you I think you guys actually put it very well. I think the way you described it, the way you described the grades was really good. Yeah. In in the sense that, okay, maybe they got passing grades, but they didn't get an A. No. no. They probably didn't get a B. No. And like Dave, I think you mentioned, they might maybe they got a C minus. Yeah, potentially. And so in, in, in listening to you guys, you know, from episode 15, yeah. in my opinion, I... I call it a passing grade but i don't think that's good enough i really don't i really don't yeah you know i I think about it in the sense that in my mba program you know anything c and up is passing yeah d is failing but i would never be happy with a c i wouldn't either i mean i mean call me crazy but when you're running a major league sports team and you get a passing grade. That's not a good thing. Yeah, I and I don't I don't know if maybe people are reading into what it means to be passing. Yeah. I mean, when Chris Wright says that they're passing, yeah. is that really necessarily a good thing? I mean, no. I think a lot of people are suggesting that that's a good thing, Let, but I don't know that that necessarily Let, says that. No, and I think we need to put it in perspective as far as most of our listeners are concerned. I mean, like, this is a fan podcast. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, we're in year two. The United missed out on the playoffs for the second consecutive year. Yeah. Um, they failed. As they far, did. I mean, they did. I think it. we're not talking about sunglasses. I think we need to talk about this as more of a pass-fail situation because that's what it is. Either you make the playoffs or you don't. So they failed, in my opinion. Now, okay, I'm just saying that they failed. Does that mean, and I think you guys brought this up last week or the two weeks ago, you don't need, necessarily need to clean house and fire everybody. Right. No. But let's not let's make everything clear here. They failed, right? Did they not? Right. They failed. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you need to fire everybody. But let's not like prop this up more than it is. Yeah. You know, I think I think back to 1999, my first year in college. I got a 1.8 GPA. Now, oh, 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 oh. pretty much everyone that's failing. 
But yeah. the university said, hey, you can come back. Yeah. Because, yeah, so you had a bad semester. Yeah. So, again, we can say that they failed. But yeah. that's not going to make me say they shouldn't come back because yeah. they have an opportunity to fix it. They do. They have and a person. I'm so, going to immediately say that that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And are we going to talk about it right now? Like, what do they need to do to correct their grade? I, I but I think, we, I think we talked about it. There's things in the offseason they need to do. Yeah. There are players. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. There are players on this team right now who should not be here next year. Agreed. Of course, eight, number one, a topic, Alexi Gomez will not be here next year, and he shouldn't be here next year. Yeah. Better not. He's on loan. It's, if he's here next year, we have issues. It's almost laughable. I was trying to prop him up. I was trying, I was trying my best as the optimist of this podcast to like give give you reasons why he should be here, why he's an asset to this team, but I, I he's honestly not. I can't. I can't oh. sit here any yeah. longer and tell you why he should be on this team. And we've all we've we've seen the plays today, prime example of today's game. Heavy touch. He had he had the ball on in the corner of the uh, I don't know what you'd call it, but he was supposed to do a cross okay. at some point. The vendor came up on him. He should have done a cross right away. He should have done a quick cross and just gotten the ball out. Right. But he decided to try to do some fancy moves, and then the defender just took the ball away from him. Yeah. It's like, that's the type of shit he does. Right. And it, it's not it's not unusual to see him do that. Because there was yeah. another time, early, uh, I would say, it was second half. No. Yeah, it was second half. And I want to say it was kind of early in the second half. He was... He got he got the ball, took like I don't know, maybe two steps because he probably you know touched it out maybe yeah. five yards from him, and it, he got he got it one more touch in, and the, the defender just swiped it right away from him. Yeah, because he went directly at it. Yeah, I mean it's like why why would you do that if if the if the if the left side isn't open yeah. then. Don't go down the left side. I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but every time Alexi Gomez gets the ball in my head, I go. I think you have said you have. Yeah. Okay. I said done the music and everything. And I'll say it again. That's what happens. Go ahead and do it again because that's what happens. I think it is appropriate. I think you're right. Yeah. So Alexi Gomez is gone next year. Yeah. We talked in the break about Ibsen. Yeah, I think he'll be. Is Ibsen, he's gone. I think so. I mean, yeah. I think he should be. I, I like the guy. Yeah. He do, he has those flashes yeah. where it's like, oh, yeah, that's Ibsen. Yeah. And, and I think he was a good substitute today, yeah. actually. He, he's he, he's a, I think he's a good substitute. Yeah. I don't think he should be starting anymore. No, I don't think so either. And As I think, a sub, I think he's good. Depending on how, you know, ingrained he is with Minnesota, I, you know, I think his family's up here... You know, I think his kids go to school up here. I mean, sure. if that's the case, and he's going to be used as a substitute, and he's not making that much money, okay. Bring him back. Fine. Then, yeah. But he does not belong on a starting eleven. No, no. Uh, and it, he does not belong commanding a wage that's anywhere near the middle of the pack. No. So, those two players, I think, well, we know Gomez is gone. Ibsen, bring back as a sub. That's that. 
Um, I think we won't get into this right now, but I think next podcast we get into that. We'll get into some more players. That yeah, I think we'll I think so. bring back. There are of course some guys who we know are coming back next year that should come back. Right. Well, there's some other kind of uh, you know fringe gray area type guys. Yeah. Who maybe we upgrade from them. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Uh, but we talked about sport. I think that in the last couple months we have made some gains. We have picked up some guys who can be great guys for this team. Oh yeah, I mean I think Romario is Yeah. I mean from what we've seen of him, I yeah. think it's fantastic. I think so too. And um, I like Angelo Rodriguez because my dad's name is Angelo, so I like there's, Angelo. There's some potential there. In fact, yeah. you know, just I gotta bring this up. I wanna back it up just a little bit. And you know, Angelo Rodriguez, if if there was a bright spot, you know, me, Mr. Brightside, if there was a bright spot from the Philadelphia game, yeah. um, actually it that it was Angelo Rodriguez. Yeah. And again, I, I watched the condensed game, but I had to go back as a stats guy and look at the stats and guess what? His Audi index was the highest out of any player on the United. Nice. And yeah, from the Philadelphia match. And the, and funny, thing, the funny thing is, sorry, he Dave. actually scored a 579. Now, obviously, he, like, if you remember, Angelo Rodriguez in the Philadelphia game, yeah. he actually had the assist on Quintaro's goal. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. So that helped out significantly, but then he actually had, his passing was really good that yeah. game, and that's why he was. He actually got a 579, which is miles above the next United player. So to add to that, I went out and I checked his his uh, key passes. Yep. So key passes are anything that ends in an assist, shot on goal, goal. Um, I think there's some other measurements. And so he had one, two, three, four... Four key passes. Yeah. Which, and that's what that's got him. Good. That's yeah. and that's what gave him the higher Audi index of of the match. I mean, we when we signed Angelo Rodriguez, remember we talked about his background for him was doesn't score any goals. What are we gonna do with this guy? Right. And he came out in that one game and had two goals. He had a goal last week. I almost had a goal today. Yep. Yep. So I think that this guy actually is, yeah, a good a good player. Well, I think and so. You know, the, the guys, the two guys behind us at the stadium, they kept talking about how strong he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible to watch him yeah. back up against an opponent. Yeah, and it, that dude can control the ball. Yeah, yeah. He can. He was fending off two guys at some point. Wow, and still managing to. Tip it out. There was one. There's one time in the second half that he, he backed up against. I think it was just one guy, maybe two. And he he towed the ball out like yep. about half a yard. Yeah. Stepped away from the guys, the defenders, and then cut in and made a run at goal. Yeah. And it, that's what you want. Yeah, that's what we want here. And yeah. help me out, Sterling. I'm trying to complete blank, but I I I can I, one point. A few months ago, I, compl- I compared Angelo Ruiz to uh, U.S. Men's National Player forward, Al- Al- Josie yeah. Altador. Altador. And yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's completely fair to say, 
But when I first saw him, that's what I thought of. Because he's big, he's a bigger guy that can make those runs right through the defense. Right. Yeah. And maybe, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's fair because it's something that we didn't have with Christian no. Ramirez. No, we didn't. Because, I mean, again, love Christian Ramirez. He, I think he's a very talented player. But the strength is just night and day. Different. They're different players. Yeah, they are very, very different players. And we talked about this before. It's like Darwin is your superstar, okay? Yep. So you need players right below him to fill in. Miguel Abarro is one of those guys. We, we talked about the podcast last time. He's a guy who doesn't get a lot of mention, but Miguel Abarro does things that good soccer players do. Right. Good passes, scores a little bit, makes good plays in the ball. You get Angelo Rodriguez in there as another good player and, and get off of, uh, kind of feed off of Darwin. Yep. That makes two good players below Darwin, okay? Yep. So we're, we're getting there. We are getting there. Right. We're not spending the money like Atlanta, but we're, we're growing something. Exactly. You know, and I, I think overall, and again, we'll probably get into this next episode. Overall, I think our focus needs to be on the defensive side yeah, yeah. more than the offensive side. I mean, I think we need some bench players on offense, yep. but our concern should be defense. Yeah, let's let's fill in around Calvo a little bit. Yeah, let's get some guys around Calvo who can do right. some things. You know, um, let's. Switch gears a little bit, guys. Let's get out of the whole loons talk because we're in the second half of this podcast, guys. And we like to get a little crazy. We've been drinking a little bit. We're here at Dual Citizen. Um, when we were in Seattle before we went on the cruise, we all stopped at a little card shop. Yes. Amazing little card shop, by the way. And Dave Stevens picked up some old, some old uh, soccer cards. Now, he picked up two. Well, they're not old, but one of them is very old. Yes. This is uh, 1990-91 soccer trading cards from Pacific. Now, it's not It's not that. It's not MSL. It's not Major no, League it's Soccer. Not. What is it, Tony? It just says soccer trading cards. Major yep. Soccer League. Major Soccer League. Yeah. And, and I did a little research. They were actually um, around from 1978 to 1992. Okay. So they were prior to the major soccer okay. league or Which MLS. means they were also at the same time as NAS. Yes, NASL. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, got, were, they were a competitor. And actually, and just to continue on that, they actually had six teams. They had two six-team divisions. Okay. So 12 teams total. Okay. They had teams like Kansas City and Wichita in San Diego. In fact, in that card was purchased. Uh, that was a pack from 1990 to 1991. Yep. The uh, championship of that league was won by San Diego. So, it's San Diego, which means a whale's vagina. vagina. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the leading scorer was Tattoo from Dallas. Tattoo? I've heard that name. So, I've heard so if you open that pack and we've got a tattoo card, I think we have no, some no. major money there. You oh, bought them, you're opening these yourself. But And it, we also have to mention that's a wax pack. It is a wax pack. And it says right here you can win a free Wilson's official Major League Soccer ball. Do you think they'll hold that true if we do? Well, you have to get 750 Pacific points. And 
I think to be fair to our listeners, I think we should just open it up really quick and see what we have. Well, you're you're opening us up. You right. open up. You I'll, bought the cars. You open it up. Tell us what you Show us what you got. And Tony, while I open this pack, what yeah. did you buy while we were at this card shop? Oh, I bought. Uh, let's see. I bought a Camila Pasquale card, a jumbo card for my father-in-law, and I bought a Jim Cott card for my for my dad. So. Tony, I don't want to interrupt, but I yeah. just got a Doc Lawson card. Shut from, up! On the Dallas side, Dallas Sidekicks. The Sidekicks? Are you kidding me right player. now? Oh, I just got an All-Star. Oh, man. I'll pass these around. Look at those uniforms, by the way. Good the, Lord. Actually, Cle- this one's pretty quality. Cleveland yeah. Crunch. Cleveland, Cleveland Crunch. Crunch. Really? Is that a manager? Oh, the Tacoma Stars. Oh, Head my coach. gosh. Look at that. Look at this action. Good Kansas Lord. City Comets, Dale Mitchell. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a keeper right there. Hector Marinero. Oh, I got another All-Star. Whoa. Oh, Keith Weller. San Diego <laughs> Shockers. Wait, wait, wait. This All-Star card yeah? is a combination of two players. What? Carrick and Goosens, MLS All-Star or MSL All-Star Action. Oh my goodness. From the Baltimore Blast, we got Tim Whitman, Defender. <laughs> oh, oh this is a keeper. Wichita Wings, I've got Keeter forward. <laughs> St. Louis Storm, Daniel Donegan. He's a forward, he looks like a center Wow. You can tell... As, as we're looking at these cards, you can tell a lot of these players, a lot of these games were played in arenas, not soccer yeah, in, fields. Indoor, but indoor. Indoor arenas. Arenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this guy, Cater, uh, Keeter, yeah. the dude looks like he belongs in a wrestling ring or something. Yeah, holy geez, steroids. Hello. Yeah. So clearly, a forward. As, as we're passing these cards around, I mean, I can tell that I mean, we've got a lot of money sitting on this table. These cards well, are going to be worth a lot of money. This guy's from Yugoslavia. Yeah. Back in the early 90s, steroids all up, all up in that action. Well, and the, what's best is it says he's from Yugoslavia. Yeah, it says Yugoslavia. Okay. Last I checked, Yugoslavia doesn't now, exist. If, no. As we're looking at these cards, if I'm going to be honest, I have to admit I've never heard of any of these players I before. Have, I've oh, never heard oh. Steve Kinsey... Played for Minnesota. Oh my goodness! When? From '86 to '88. So, so that was the kicks. That that was the kicks. Kicks. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Sixty-three games. The kicks. Uh, He had five goals with Minnesota. Six assists. He was English. Well, I was I was really hoping we we're gonna pop somebody out that right. we like. Well, this is really exciting, so we'll probably be able to sell these cards for we may thousands frame of dollars. This Let's frame that one. Yeah. He's a he's a former Minnesota. Maybe he'll be at the game next week. Maybe this is a new logo of our podcast, Steve Kinsey. Right? Should we try to call this? Guy? How old is he? How old do you think he is? Sixty-three. Oh. So he's like what now? Well, like that, that'd be 56, right? Should we call him and see if he can win the podcast? He probably Steve can. Steve Kinsey, if you listen to this podcast, but, please. But he's from Great Britain. He might be back. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe we could go see him. Yeah, we, 
Well, right. Again, we don't make any money on the podcast, but... As exciting as that was, I think... But now we have Dave on Pack 2015 Donruss Soccer. Now, this could be exciting, because there could be Ronaldo in there. But there's only eight cards in this pack. Well, yeah. But so, there are, like, different things you could get, I though. I think this could be good. We'll so see. it's like any soccer? I would assume I'm so, guessing, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right. I will take one off the top and pass it around. Get a good one so you can make some money off it. Silvio. Oh, I got a good one. I like Silvio. What'd you get? I got Luis Suarez. Really? Look at that. Oh my God. Who'd you get? Luis Suarez. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there you got go. A good one. I've got the. I've got the dude that likes to bite people. I. You got a good one. I got Fernando Muslera. Goalkeeper for Argentina, so I think. Dave Sterling obviously won this round. Yeah. I did. Although Silvio, yeah. not a bad player. I mean, this is a pretty solid photo, too. Yes, yeah, these are nice. Well, Let's you can see the again. difference between cards. There's though. a pack. Let's, there's a few more in there. I think there's there was eight. Eight, yeah. Oh, I've got. I don't even want to attempt to pronounce this name. Who is it? <laughs> Constantinos. Tony, we actually watched this team in person. Olympiacos. Olympiacos, yes. yes. That's right, that's right, that's right. So we actually watched them play at CCF. So I got uh, Bubakar Barry. Oh. He's the uh, goalkeeper for Ivory Coast. Well, there you go. I mean, Ivory Coast is pretty good. I got Koki. It's Coke, I think. Or is it Coke? Yeah. From Clearly. Spain. Clearly, uh, Dave Sterling with Luis Suarez is the winner so far. Yeah, there you go. That, that is for sure. We got I mean, two more cards. I'll name them off, boys. We got uh, Luis Andriano. Oh, PSG, I see, behind Yes, you. yeah. Yeah, we have Pitch Kings, Edison Cavani. Oh, Pitch oh, Kings. Cavani. Mm-hmm. Cavani? Mm-hmm. Well, there you that's go. A, that's good, a, card. good card. So good card. Good Cavani. Those are good. Those are good. You can probably make your money back with these cards, Dave. All right, I hope so. Because yeah. I paid like $4 Canadian. That's like yeah. $3 American. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. It's a lot of money. Yeah. That card shop, though, I will say that. half a beer. Yeah. That card shop was great. They had all the old baseball cards and the yes. soccer cards and from 87. Yeah. And, and you bought your father-in-law a present there, I think. I bought, well, I bought him the Camilla Pesquale uh, yeah. Jumbo Tops card. And my, yeah. my dad a Jim Cott card. My dad's a Jim Cott fan. I, I don't know who either of them are. Well... Those are both great pitchers from the Twins back in, like, the 60s. Well, the funny thing is the guy in there, he was so excited for us to be in there. I bought those two cars, and they cost me, one car was, like, 10 bucks, one was 15, it's 25 bucks. He said, oh, pick any uh, pack you want from the old school things. So I bought a pack of 1987 Topps cards. Nice. And I pulled the Wade Boggs out of there. Awesome. Even though it ain't worth jack shit, it's still cool to see. Did you really? And did you open it that night, or like I opened the next day. Once yeah. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, but again, I, that's why I said we showed them on the podcast because old school cards. That was uh, major soccer league. Yes, major soccer league. So that was before MLS, of course. Yeah. Um, so that's what we were dealing with back in the nineties yeah. here. You know? Yeah, that Luis Suarez, man, that's yeah. hard. Well, Luis Suarez. I, I bet card. I'll be able to sell that for twenty, thirty dollars here in this bar before we leave. Well, you I'm might sure. be able to. You'd be able to find some kid that would. Oh yeah. Bite on it. Maybe some drunk people here at the bar. Yeah. Funny thing is, guys, I'm gonna talk about this for a little bit. So we're at Dual Citizen once again. 
Um, I, the place is cleared out a little bit. I, I think it would. I think we should describe the place before we yeah. leave. Like, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's nice place. It's phenomenal. It's like actually, a, it's a warehouse type of building. Um, windows are, God, 15 feet. Yeah, windows are huge here. Um, we have behind us where we're sitting. We have some. Old, we have some. Uh, barrels, which have had beer in them at some point. I don't know if they do anymore. Um, any beer in there? Mm, sounds kind of hollow. I will say this. All the chairs in here, even the stools, have the Dual Citizen yeah. logo on it. Which is quite familiar if you're a DC United fan. You'll yeah, feel if you're right DC, at home. Yeah, I suppose it is. No, I've been, I've been to a lot of microbreweries. And I'll tell you this much. I've never been to a place that has all their logos and every chair. I mean, I maybe it. on the table, but not the chairs. Right. I'm I'm blown away from yeah. a, to be, you know to, you know full disclosure. I had never even heard of this place before today. Uh, well, I I'll put I've it this had way. I've one of their beers. Yeah. Um, so Max Filter is one of the owners here. Is the nephew of Pat Kessler from Channel Four. Hmm. And Pat Kessler is on Dan Barrero's K-Fan show once a week. And he talked about this place a couple months ago when they first opened up. So when we were talking about doing the podcast and we brought up Dual Citizen, I'm like, yeah, that's the yeah. Pat Kessler's uh, nephew's place. And I am blown away by this place. I yeah, am it's too. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you can just see the brewing equipment right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's no windows separating nope. it. Nope. It's all open. Yeah. It's a good place. Beautiful. Um, it has, like I said, it has cleared out. The, the tables aren't as full as they were when we got here. It, it, it might have cleared out, but it's gotten louder, which but we is have interesting. A birthday party in the back. Yeah. We have people at the bar who are being very loud. Quality over quantity. Yeah. True. Uh, um, but, again, thank you very much to Dual Citizen and Max Filter for letting us do our podcast here. Yeah. He was going to come on the podcast. I think he kind of forgot about it. He's running a brewery, for Pete's sakes. Uh, I, mean, I don't know what he looks like. The guy with the beard. Uh, the St. Paul Saints hat? Yeah. Yeah, he's over there. I, I think he's gotten kind of caught up. He, when I was trying to get my shirt, he ended yeah. up having to work. And yeah. Then, you know, yeah. He's running a brewery, guys. Yeah. I mean, no, we don't think he's He's got other things to do. Exactly. He doesn't have to be on our little fan podcast. Although, uh, it's funny. Uh, I'll bring this up. We got transferred to a different table because they had a birthday party in the back. Yep. We get over here, and the people sitting behind us, the woman here said she listened to our podcast this, this week. This week, yeah. And I'm going, that's never happened. I've never heard that before. Never. I mean, my, I've never run into a fangirl I before. Haven't. I, I haven't. Think, I think she qualifies. Yeah. And and they we gave them our cards. Yes. And they took them. They did. They didn't I, throw them I on the ground. to make sure. They didn't throw them on the ground. Yeah. Oh. So... Uh, Fantastic. I yeah. mean, shout out to them. We don't shout know their names. We don't have, Just basically say... Speaking of fans and new podcast, I, I have to say this, Tony. Um, I think you're a little hard on Seattle, especially our, our, all of our new fans from Seattle. Because We, we don't new- care about the fans. Okay, my la- the last podcast, I did say that Seattle, where we were staying at, was kind of a I, I crappy place. I agree with you. The airport needs a little work, but I mean, yeah. like, where we were staying, I wouldn't call it dirty. I mean, it was dirty, though. The sidewalks are popping up. So many homeless people asking for money. Well, I mean, 
Okay, never mind. Come on. Yeah, you're right, Come Tony. On. Never mind. Sorry. I, I yeah, feel Seattle like I saw sucks. something that said uh, Seattle's airport's getting renovated. Or it is. It is. Yeah. What I'm saying well, is, like, so is the Minneapolis airport right now. Well, the air. It's, I know because I work for a electric company that has a business at the airport. They're renovating everything out there again. Right. Um, but I will say this. I, I said this last podcast. I will take our two airports over Seattle's airport any day of the week. Our security is better. What we've gotten there is better. That's true. Like, Seattle's security was ridiculous. The sniffing dog thing. What the? Well, never mind that. Fine. Have the sniffing dog. It's weed. I know. There should have been been more entrances. Yeah, exactly. The fact that we had to line up and wait for 20 minutes was ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, our small airport here has two security points. Right. Their big airport has two security points. Yeah, that's not good. Two! But no, have either of you flown out of LAX? Yes, I have. So, the thing that terrified me, no, I'm not a flyer at all. In fact, I didn't fly until 2016. Wow. Really? Yeah. Holy so, cow. I flew to LA for a concert of things. Yeah. And it, when I flew out of LA, I was completely shocked by the fact that you you literally just walk right in the door and the lines are like right there. Man. Yeah. So, I was like... Well, someone could just drive a vehicle up, yeah, and it cause a hell of a lot of damage. Of course, now I did. of course, when I got out, there were guys armed with assault rifles, which I was a little bit surprised by. It is LA, though, right? But I, I just felt like I, I didn't really we're see not, a lot of LAX. But we're, we're not going to get into the terrorist playbook. But yes, there's a lot of things that they could do. Yeah, I just felt like a it was a little. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I for totally being such agree. a major airport. Yeah, yeah. it's it is LA, and I'm sure in New York it's the same night kind of deal. I've been in LA, like basically from LA, it's a big U shape. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. unlike um, it's not unlike uh, you know Seattle in a way. Yeah, it's a big U shape. Yeah. But like when you get when you get out of your cab or your Uber or whatever and go into the LA airport, like you're basically right there. Yeah. You're you're at the concourse. Like, yeah. And there's a lot of people there. Yeah. A lot. So I guess my point is, you do not need to go through security, and there's a mass load of people there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so, back to my point. At Seattle. All right, let's whip this around. Seattle was not. I didn't like the airport. I agree with you. But Seattle in general, that's where okay. I disagree with you. Seattle in general, like... Where we were at a like little bit... Like, you walk outside here. The, 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 the street signs, the, the graffiti on the streets, that that's one of those things. That's that, true. Like I said last month, would never happen in Minneapolis. That's true. We get that taken care of, like, right away. That's Seattle, true. they're like, we don't give a shit. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Uh, so that was... Yeah. Um, I don't know, boys. Is there anything else to talk about? Well, I do want to say... What? We were supposed to have a special guest today. We were, yes. Uh, yes. Nicholas Bisbee. He's the co-founder of Two North Elite. Yes. He got called out of town. Yes. So he wasn't able to make the match, which, you know, fantastic for him. Yeah, yeah good um, for him. But he was also unable to make a podcast. He's going to be on again at some point. Some point. Not again. He'll be on at some point. Uh, so just wanted to say that because our, I believe, Twitter and Facebook said he was going to be. 
Yeah, I might have yeah. accidentally kind of boosted a post or two that said he was going to yeah. be here today yeah, with yeah. us. He did that today. Yeah. On the way to the... Yeah, a little late. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, my so, bad. You know, we're looking forward to having him because that'll be pretty yeah. cool. Good He'll times. be the first guest. Um, I want to bring this up. Uh, Blues have two more games left, boys. Next week's game is the big game at TCF Bank where they're trying to get 50,000 people in the stadium. They have said they've given given away all the seats. And for the record, Tony, I already claimed Dave's other seat. I can't go anyways. Oh, well, there you go. I was going to bring that up. Perfect. Perfect. My wife works that weekend, so I can't go. So I will claim your other seat. And uh, the, the markup has gone up. Yeah, there you go. significantly. Yeah, we Dave uh, and I actually looked at the prices. I think that they're going to go down. They, I, 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 but but I think they'll go down, down the a lot. Secondary, down a lot. The secondary pricing right now is for insane. Now. For now, yeah. yeah. I think on Friday you'll see them just go, Beep. yeah, most likely. Yeah. So we have this big game next week's last game at TCF Bank Stadium. And then the following week we have a game against uh, Columbus. Columbus. That's Which our last. We never talked about. We didn't talk about Columbus. Let's get into brief a little bit. Really brief, yeah. So, I think on the previous podcast we talked about Columbus not or moving. Yeah. Um, and Austin, Texas was the place they wanted to go. There, well, it's going. There's, yeah. But I actually read into this, and there's a lot of things in play. Yeah. So Columbus had a some sort of law saying if it was a public-supported stadium, they couldn't move out. Yep. And then Austin had everything going but they didn't have the ownership yet I think something yeah. something like that so we all thought Columbus was going but they're yeah. going to stay uh, yeah apparently the current owners of Columbus they're still pursuing it Austin yeah yeah. but now there's a new ownership group including the Cleveland Browns owners yep, yep. which I don't know why you'd want to be associated with Cleveland Browns but you know it's um, Cleveland yeah so they're planning on taking over Columbus, yep. which is, is huge. I mean, yeah. I think you know any you know no one wants to see a, a city lose their team. No, of course not. I mean, there were a lot of people really pissed about Columbus leaving. Unless, so great. City losing a team is a big thing. I'm not a big hockey fan, but when the North Stars left here back in the early '90s, yeah, that was a gut punch to this whole area. And, I, and then oh, sure. the Timberwolves almost left, too. Yep. And the Lakers left, but that was before The Lakers us. left before us. But, again, a, a city losing a team. Look at Seattle, for Pete's sake. We'll talk about Seattle again. They lost the Sonics. Yep. And now they're trying to get a team back, and they can't. I mean, it's a big deal. So, hopefully Columbus can make it work in yeah. Columbus. You know? I, I hope so. I hope so, too. You know? I'd like to go to Columbus someday. Yeah, for a game. Yeah, sure. And a podcast. And a podcast, sure. Why not? Yeah. We do that. Um, so that's one thing we want to talk about as podcast is like Columbus will be around at least for another year, if not yeah. more. They will not be Austin. The Austin. Uh, uh, I think he's just Austin FC. Austin FC. Yeah, yeah exactly right. So, uh, anything else, guys? After that. Uh, still no. not a second, a father to a second. That's right. Sterling has not had the second kid yet. Yeah. Baby countdown is on right now. It's what, is, uh, what is the due date, actually? The 22nd. Ooh. So we're at eight days. Oh, giddy up. Yeah. 
And I have a cousin who his wife was due the same day that yeah. she had her. Oh. So it's one of those things where it's like, uh oh, oh. Do you want me? Do you want me to send your? Should my wife send your wife her schedule at work? Well, she's gonna be. You said she's working next week, right? Next weekend, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe it'll work out. Well, I'll send you. I'll send you guys a schedule so you can plan on having the kid when she's working. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell yeah. Sarah too. Then you can get all the free snacks and stuff. And Kelly be like, yeah. "Yeah, David, snacks over here." We don't say it to anybody, but to you, I'll tell you where all the snacks are at. Yeah. So here's all the cable channels on the TV. They have great cable at that. Do they really? Well, I was Nora was born there. Okay. When Kelly started working there, Nora was born there, so I got to be there overnight. They had like HBO, Cinemax, they had everything on the wow. TV. So when Kelly was sleeping, I was watching the because H- we didn't have HBO right. at the time. So. I mean, but, they may have gone over that. We did our tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I paid attention to like eight percent of it. And you, sh- at yeah. least a little bit, yeah. So. But yeah, make sure that you're there when Kelly's there so she can get all, all the good stuff. Yeah. But, um, so no baby yet for Sterling. Good thing. Have we we naming yet? Not till, oh, she, not, not till he's born. No, I mean, you know, it's it's like uh, the short list, I think, is Atticus. Yeah. Uh, Christian. Okay, Christian, yeah. He's still yeah. there. He's, he's managed to fit so far. Yeah. Um, and then I think... Uh, Alistair is another one. Alistair, sure, sure. Yeah, that's all I got. I oh, think yeah. Sarah has others, but she yeah. hasn't informed me. She won't tell you until she's popped the kid out and said, hey, I want this name. Yeah, and she doesn't realize that I suggested Christian for Christian Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't realize. I don't think I've told her. So. You shouldn't tell her. Right. And now you just did if she listens to the podcast. She won't listen. Oh, there you go. You seek us safe then. Yeah. All right, so I think, guys... Once again, this has been a great podcast here at yeah. Dual Citizen Brewing Company in Minneapolis. I want to thank them, of course, Dual Citizen. I want to thank uh, Max Filter, one of the owners here. Uh, we are available on bgn.fm, Beautiful Game Network. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, for myself, Tony Pervenanzi, Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, saying goodbye from Dual Citizen. Thank you. Thank you.
When it's 3 p.m., Jess and Renee both want an afternoon treat. So they go to McDonald's for icy cool frozen drinks and Minute Maid slushies. Only Jess's favorite is frozen Coke, while Renee's is pink lemonade slushie. But it's cool. They respect each other's choice. It's not just a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Make your summer pop with a Minute Maid slushie, frozen Coke, or frozen Fanta, like wild cherry and blue raspberry, starting at $1.59. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.